Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. It was former CIA director James Woolsey's biggest fear. He spent years testifying about it before Congress, warning begging, pleading for us to fortify our grid against his biggest fear. Something called an EMP or electromagnetic pulse attack. You can basically do this by detonating a nuke at the right height above the United States of America. The problem wouldn't be nuclear fallout, although there would be some of that. It would be that it would take out our grid, our electronic devices, our delivery system, basically for everything from food to water. For years, Woolsey wouldn't stop warning about it. He testified in front of Congress, the House, the Senate, multiple times. Here's from his testimony. Woolsey liked to quote the Congressional EMP Commission, which had studied the issue. Woolsey quoted their forecast over and over. 90% of the population would be dead within six weeks of an EMP blast, mainly from starvation unclean water we'd basically be drinking from streams and general societal collapse Woolsey wasn't alone a whole host of ex-intelligence and military officials from every administration testified before congress even over the last 10 years and they had a specific warning about where this emp attack would come from because four separate countries had drawn up plans for it one of them was iran in fact The Iranian military's EMP plan, specifically for the United States, leaked. And while they don't yet have the nuclear weapons, it would take to have maximum impact. We know this. Woolsey and others from the EMP commission testified before Congress back in 2015, warning about a joint exercise between North Korea and Iran that included launching ballistic missiles off of a fighter at sea to enable the possibility of an EMP attack. Iran, for maximum blast capacity then, just needs the nuke to attach to it. Iran is the worst of the four countries. The others are Russia, China, and of course, North Korea, because we've not only seen their draft plans for it leaked, but we've seen them actually practice it. Only a suicidal nation then, like, say, ours, when it's ruled under Democrats, would send a country like that 
pallets of cash in unmarked bills. When Obama got busted, no one was ever supposed to find out. He admitted to Congress that he'd sent them $400 million on those pallets of cash. But he was Barack Obama. Of course, he was lying. It wasn't $400 million after all. Years later, we'd find it was actually $1.7 billion, with a B, to a country that had planned to kill us all with an EMP? Sure, why not? A country whose leader at the time openly admired Adolf Hitler for murdering the Jews. A country whose leaders have vowed to finish the job Hitler started and wipe Israel off the map. A country where, in their parliament, the parliament members regularly chant, death to America. Not exactly the kind of country you'll want to give billions of dollars to complete their nuke program, too. But the Democrats, in particular Obama, have always had a not-so-secret doctrine. It's not fair that the U.S. and all these first-world countries are armed to the teeth. It's not fair that Israel, who they've always hated, I mean, watch the Democrats last few years, they can barely contain their members' own anti-Semitism. And when it rolls out into the public like dirty laundry for everyone to see, they can barely condemn it. It's who they are. They hate Israel, and so does Iran. But they have a barely hidden doctrine they have for a long time, a mutual armament, where they believe if Israel's armed to the teeth with nukes, or we believe it is, then it's only fair that Iran be armed to the teeth too. That critical difference is Israel isn't pledging to wipe Iran from the face of the earth just because. But Iran, they want to kill Israel, and us too. Right now, they're the world's foremost state sponsor of terror. That's all background for what happened this week. A deal so absurd, it had some members of the Washington press corps shaking their head. Hold on. We gave them five hostages. Uh Uh-huh. And they gave us five back? Yeah. But we had to give them $6 billion too? Sure. Here, I'll let White House spokesperson John Kirby explain. Um, But didn't they also get five Iranians? They will get five uh, Iranians uh, as well. Yeah, Jackie. Then why did we need to add $6 billion on top of that? This is the deal that uh, we were able to strike to secure the release of five Americans. Now, regular listeners to the Battleground America podcast know the actual answer here that Kirby couldn't give because he can't be honest. Barack Obama's administration and its continuation, Joe Biden's administration, have always used hostage deals to install the jihadist leaders and the weaponry they want. They use the hostage deals as cover to transfer whatever these wannabe murderous dictators need to help them. For instance, as we've detailed recently on this podcast, the trading of all of the Taliban leadership for the traitor, Bo Bergdahl. Who could forget it? The four-for-one swap. They told us not to worry. The Taliban leaders would never leave the mansion we ensconced them in in Doha. But this was a longer operation, spanning two Democrat regimes. In fact, we'd always intended not just to release them, but to install them back in control of Afghanistan, which we ultimately did. So in hindsight, we can now see the Bo Bergdahl deal 
Bush's cover to reinstall the Taliban leadership and ultimately to arm them with billions of dollars of American weaponry they'd need to take control of the country and ensure America, after 22 years, lost the Afghan war. It's kind of brilliant when you look at it in reverse. Also very evil. Remember, we sent a general to Doha to demand they take Afghanistan off our hands. The Taliban leadership, you remember, didn't even want to handle our exit from Afghanistan. We insisted on it. And over 200 people died at Abbey Gate, including 13 service members because of it. So the Bergdahl swap was just cover to release the Taliban commanders from Gitmo. It just happened over such a, a long amount of time and in such slow motion. It wasn't obvious, but it's their MO. And that's exactly what happened this week. We paid them $6 billion and they paid us nothing. Why? So we could transfer the $6 billion to fund their nuke program under the cover of the hostage deal. It beats doing it with pallets of cash. They can't go that route again. What most people don't understand is the original Iran nuke deal cut by Barack Obama was not a deal to make sure Iran didn't get nukes. It was a deal to make sure Iran did. A deal so absurd that in year five, our country actually granted permission for Iran to purchase the missiles on which to deliver the nukes to other countries' shores from their choice of China or Russia. In other words, we wanted to ensure not just that they could build the nuclear weapons, but that they could deliver them. This was always a deal to arm Iran. And the pallets of cash were always to provide the funding. Some of it, our cash. Some of it, confiscated cash from Iran. In fact, a debate has ensued on the Hill about this $6 billion tranche, whether it really was Iran's money or it's actually coming out of the taxpayers' pockets. I'm sure I'll have more on that in coming weeks. Thank you to PhD Weight Loss for sponsoring today's podcast. On her podcast recently, Dr. Ashley Lucas of PhD Weight Loss talked about something that really hit home for me, how most people, just as they start to lose weight, give up on their weight loss programs. They just can't keep going. That was me. I've lost weight before, so much weight, but put it back on. I've never reached my weight loss goal, and I've never managed to keep it off. Well, I'm six months down 29 pounds right now, but I'm almost nine months into maintenance. In other words, I've kept it off. It's such a relief to finally have a plan, a program that I feel like I can keep doing for the rest of my life. If you thought you could feel that way, wouldn't it be at least worth finding out more about? Go to myphdweightloss.com. Do you know you could do PhD weight loss from home? There's somebody doing it in every state in the nation. Or you could do it over Zoom. It works just as well. To find out more, go to myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. Only a suicidal, nihilistic, self-destructive country would ever do such a ridiculous thing. But that's who our leaders are. I tell you stories like this, folks, not to horrify you, but to open your eyes to who these people actually are. They're not liberals. They're, they're not merely misguided. They are literally homicidal, suicidal, both to Israel and to us. Now you've got the background to properly understand and appreciate what happened this week with Iran.
See, the incredible thing last week was that they sent lying Secretary of State Antony Blinken out to tell everyone, don't worry, we cut a deal with Iran. We're going to give them the six billion bucks, but they're only going to spend it on humanitarian stuff. Well, Iran, knowing they can do whatever the heck they want when Biden or Obama's in charge, quickly humiliated the White House and contradicted them. Giving an interview, we covered it last week on Battleground, saying, no, we're going to spend it on whatever the heck we want. At the time, I predicted on my radio show that Iran revealing they might well put the money into their nuclear program. You know, the one designed to wipe Israel from the face of the earth. I predicted that wouldn't matter to the Biden administration. They'd release the money anyway, and they did. In fact, to maximize the extreme level of derision and mockery that this deal was meant to direct at the American people. Don't forget, Joe Biden's White House announced this deal on 9-11. That was not an oversight. That was not an accident. That was on purpose. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That was classic Obama to rub the American people's nose in it that they had lost utterly in the war on terror. And Obama, who, let's face it, is the one really running the Biden administration, knew the suburban housewives, the ones with the masters and the PhDs in the suburbs who keep these Democrats in power were too damn stupid to figure out they'd just been mocked. So they double enjoyed mocking them, knowing they'd never figure it out. That as long as they kept promising these women their abortions, they wouldn't mind if the Democrats put their own children in mortal danger. Heck, they probably wouldn't even notice. I bring up highly educated suburban women, probably the most dangerous voters on the entire planet because of their relative level of extreme stupidity, because of the irony of what happened next. See, these women were taught at school that Feminism is the way to go, and the Democrat Party is the best practitioner of feminism. So it's probably a good thing that their media censored what just happened at the U.N. To keep it from them, not that these women would have figured it out had that not happened. Barely a week after receiving that $6 billion, and what did Iran do? They immediately kicked out what? The nuclear observers. Why? Because they're letting the world know we're taking that six billion dollars and we're going to compete, complete the nukes and then we'll decide who to blow up with them. But that's how we're using the billions. They're mocking us. They're letting us know, well, we got to get rid of the nuclear inspectors because we're about to move a whole bunch of new stuff in here with that six billion dollars. I mean, Biden gave us that was the point of doing that. So publicly kicking out those inspectors. So there's your background for what just happened. And here's what just happened. They sent a cleric to speak for them this week at the UN. And from the floor of the UN in New York, he mocked us, laughed at us with Joe Biden sitting right there looking on. 
But of course he did. Look, Iran's leaders are no fool. They've studied us. They know the Democrats hate the American people. They know the Democrats love when they mock us. And believe me, they gave us our $6 billion worth. But the real shock was watching the Israeli ambassador literally manhandled out the door as he launched a one-man protest as the thug from Iran made his speech mocking America, holding up a sign with a picture of this poor Iranian woman who was executed because she refused to wear a hijab. So were her male supporters who took to the streets over the last year. Several of them have been sentenced to death and executed too for objecting to the fact that their women have to cover their heads. He was screaming and yelling about the human rights atrocities. The only human being in the entire damn chamber that had any common sense or any humanity. While the thug from Iran was speaking and Joe Biden sat by politely listening. This is the state of feminism in the Democrat Party today. You should really look up the video of the Israeli ambassador being hauled out. I hope he's okay. They were pretty rough. Take a listen. Some are pointing out the irony. Iran's president giving a free pass to speak in New York, yet Israel's ambassador was detained for voicing his right to free speech. Now, here's Iran's president, Ibrahim Rahisi, a former conservative cleric and hardline chief of Iran's judiciary. Jahan. To endeavor to universalize American ideals throughout the world have proven to be failures. The Iranian nation takes pride in having instrumentally unmasked the true nature of the rulers in both the East and West through its Islamic revolution. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.